It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to Denver Hoops and Dreams. With me, Jeremy Nichols, we have, as usual, Nelson Newt in the building. We have Jack Balsley in the building. And funny thing is, he was actually in the building last <laughs> night to see the Nuggets play. And we will have him, um, once we start talking about that Nuggets versus Raptors recap from last night, Jack will give us a little insight um, as to what he saw while he was in the building, how the the, the environment felt, how everything felt while yep. it was happening, because that game was kind of wild, um, <laughs> you know, so it was it was definitely an interesting one. But uh, yeah, so we are back, obviously, here to talk some Nuggets basketball. But before we do that, like we do every single show, I want to make sure that we get a chance to t- for these guys to say how they are actually doing. Nelson, we will start with you. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing wonderful, and I just want to um, reiterate something that we just talked about, and that is shamalama ding dong. <laughs> Let's hit it. Let's hit it. Let's talk. I'm not mad at that. <laughs> Jack, talk to I can't top that, but, you know, my, my, my heart's still racing a little bit from last night being yeah. there. Um, but good, man. Just ready to, ready to talk some basketball. Well, you know what? Well, I know we kind of had this little order on how things would go. Listen, let's, since that is fresh, yeah. let's do that. Let's talk Nuggets versus Raptors. Let's sure. jump right on into that. Jack, you were in the building for the game last night. Tell us just, just how it felt, how, you know, just the, the ambiance, everything felt. Uh, cause yeah. like you already know it's a little different when you watch it. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it was crazy. I, I, I feel like this is kind of cliche, but like, I don't remember the game being that busy or games being that busy for mm-hmm. Nuggets versus Raptors of all teams without right. Kawhi. Um, you know, so crowd. it was, yeah, it was sold out and uh, it was, it was crazy. I mean, they were down the entire game as, as we all know. So the fact that it was every, every three, there was still loud cheers. I mean, everybody still brought the energy, which was very impressive for Nuggets teams in the past because <laughs> there would be, I like last year I went to the Bulls game and they lost. So they, like it just kind of felt draining and the team was good, but they weren't great. So like, you know, just like you can really feel that championship run energy mm-hmm. in, in the building, which I really enjoy. And I mean, I, even on Twitter, I was seeing people are so hyped for the Bulls game on, I think, tomorrow. And yep. it's like if you're getting hyped for that Bulls team against the <laughs> Nuggets, like, you know, you got something special at home. So, I mean, it was really cool to be a part of that. 
especially their 30th win at home. That's crazy. Right. 30 mm-hmm. and four. I mean, that's just, that is insane. Wow. I mean, it, it's, it's just crazy impressive, but yeah, I just, I really liked the electricity there. It was just really amazing to see just, I would just say the passion of all the fans. Like it just seemed like everybody was really in it. Um, even, even though, uh, for the longest period of time, it was not a game to be in, um, yeah. to be in it to, just cause of, uh, you know, it seemed like the Raptors were scoring everything, and because uh, on paper you, you you see like they clearly were shooting great last night, but uh, like it, it it felt like they were shooting like everybody was shooting seventy percent because like the Nuggets were not stopping anything on defense, and even I think the the part that surprised me the most too was even when they were they looked like they played perfect defense, they were still draining it the Raptors. So like, I was just like, how are they going to answer? And of course they did. Well, most of them did. I'm, well, we can talk about Bruce Brown in a minute, but, um, (laughs) uh, but you know, like it's just, I've I've always loved going there ever since I was a kid, but just, it does feel more like those mellow days of just like, you really got a team that fans are really latched onto emotionally and us included talking about it. So really enjoyed, really enjoyed it. Now, which which mellow days are we talking about? Are we talking about just like making it to the first round mellow days? Or are we talking about 2009 mellow oh, days? We're, we're, yeah, we're talking about like 2008 through 2011. Okay. Okay. I, I, I was just making sure. I was making yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> I was a little too young for the for the OG mellow days. That's um, fair. That's fair. And I don't want to, I don't know if I should admit that, but uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, it was great. It, honestly, the one thing I did not know, because I, I try to pride myself in keeping up with to date as you, as both you do, I did not know Will Barton was on the Raptors. I didn't, you know what? I, I actually didn't either. Yeah, that's wild. I, I didn't either. I did not either. I was when, when he got on a court last night and I saw welcome, like I heard, um, you know, the, Oh wait, this is cause I was listening to the, uh, the Raptors commentators. Yeah. So all I heard was, Oh, Hey, so this guy coming off the bench for the Raptors right now, he's actually the, the nuggets franchise leader in three point makes. And I said, wait, no, 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 wait, no, <laughs> No, not 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 him. And yeah. I saw him walk up. I was like, "Will Barton is on the Raptors." Yeah, when I didn't know that either. So I'm cool with admitting that, but I had no idea. I thought he was still without a job after being bought out. Honestly, so I just I just looked it up, and it was February 28th. So it literally just happened. But oh. uh, wild, yeah. No, I so I guess a week ago today. But um, yeah, no, I was shocked. I mean, and even he, there was like a three he drained, and I was like, when did he do that last like, yeah <laughs> like, like i know I exactly know, the three you're talking about uh, too. yeah <laughs> like it just there was just such a there was so many periods of time where it just felt like they could not like they were just draining them and of course like i said on the stat sheet they only shot nuggets actually shot better from three but it did not feel like it yeah yeah Nelson, yeah. How, how, how are you feeling just watching so, the game last well night? i was um i was thinking like um i was kind of mad at jack for going um <laughs> Because I'm thinking, like, um, Jack, you're you're a curse. Um, yeah. <laughs> don't ever do that again. We're gonna lose this game, and um, and so I was re- I I was resigned to the fact that you're not gonna win every home game, and like, I just thought, like, there's no way this team's gonna win this game. There was just too many things that were going in Toronto's favor. Mm-hmm. We've, yep. we've talked about it a little bit, but shooting 50% um, from the field at one point in the fourth quarter. Um, 
the amount of offensive rebounds and yep. second chances that they got, the loose balls that went in their favor. Um, and then the fact that the Nuggets bench seemed to be puzzling at stages. Mm-hmm. And then you add in that they, and this is, this should be another topic that we should actually bring up is um, uh, Jokic. Jokic was basically um, stymied for the entire game yeah, um, yeah with a mm-hmm. small player. And this seems to be a, um, you know, once somebody does this, right. Once somebody kind of starts this little process of, of changing up the matchup, I thought PJ Tucker in the Philadelphia series um, mm-hmm. or the Philadelphia game yep. really gave him fits. And I felt like they did that last night. And again, you know, um, as much as I don't care for Richard Jefferson, <laughs> he made a good point in the Memphis game, and that is, look, you got to get the guy more shots. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. Um, I, I think he was um, – correct me wrong if I'm wrong, Jeremy, on this one, um, uh, or Jack, five for seven at one point. Mm-hmm. He sure was, yeah. Average, and at, somehow he got 17 points. But – yeah. The question I have is, as just an observer, is would it make sense to put him more on the low block and have him do like a a Sydney Wicks move where he comes and flashes to like the middle of the key um, so that he has that inside interior position? Because basically he starts at the free throw line. That's his spot, right? Right. So, uh, again, just just maybe we can talk about that. But just going back. I thought they were going to lose the game. And yeah, then, I, yeah, I think we all did. It felt, yeah, like, it just yeah. felt like everything was going in the wrong direction. And then for Scott Foster to pull that ridiculous technical foul. Yeah, that, that I, was, I that was, that was wild. just, yeah, that, I, just, was, that was a terrible, technical terrible. Foul. Like, call. Come on, I man. mean, you don't toss a guy. I don't care what he says. Like, unless it's really, really bad. Yeah. I just, did, you, did you see, did you see what he said? No, he, he, he all he said was, and the camera went into his face, and you heard him. So he basically told the the refs that they were cheating, like that's what he's actually said. Yeah. So so their reasoning behind it, and the, the NBA actually released this information about um, the integrity. Scott, correct, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It would he was saying that um, Scotty Barnes was questioning the refs' integrity of the game, so that's why he tossed him. He but all he said was, "You guys are cheating, bro." That's what he told Scott Foster, and as soon as he's heard that, he was just like, "Yeah, you gone." But for me, I'm just like, I mean, even being a Nuggets fan, and yes, I'm glad it went in the Nuggets direction. Yeah. But still, it was like, dude, yeah. why are you why are you tossing him for that? Just I mean, just let it go. Like, yeah, I kind of yeah, see both sides a little know. bit on that. Like I I agree with you. I thought it was an overreaction, but you can't you can't say that. At least you just can't. give him a tech. I mean, listen, you give him a tech, I'm cool with that. But then yeah. just straight up be like, all right, just get out the it building. It felt like he <laughs> took over the game at the last second, yeah. which I just don't like. Yeah. 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 No, for sure. And and it was weird too because me and my buddy were talking and I, I was looking over and next thing I know, I see Scotty walking down the tunnel and I'm just like confused as hell because like we didn't see anything. And obviously it's because he said something, but like just in that moment, you don't nothing happened. Like the it was a crucial moment where the Nuggets scored their they got to 114 and then they got the ball back. So it was like they were in foul trouble already. But mm-hmm. we were confused because Aaron Gordon was going to the line and then he swapped out with Murray. Or actually, I think it's the other way around. But like we were just like, what happened? Like <laughs> it came out of nowhere. But to both to both of your points, like 
you understand that you can't do that, but at the same time, it's like there's 26 seconds left in the game. Like, yeah. what? Like, what are you doing? But, yeah, and the then the weird thing was too, um, guys, was I've never seen this before where they gave him a single technical and yeah. threw him out of the game. I thought that was automatically two technicals, yeah. mm-hmm. and that he would, um, and that we would get two free throws, That's and it was just a single one. So that to me was maybe a nuance of the game that I didn't realize. Yeah. And it's, um, it's very, very rare that, same, that yeah. something like that happens, but yeah, you are correct. I mean, usually when it comes to situations like that, it's really only two technicals or a flagrant two. like those are the two reasons you get tossed out. But cause all you saw was Scott Foster kind of look at him. Yeah. And then he just was like, he just pointed upwards and he was just like, mm-hmm. no, you're gone. Yeah. That's all he said. Like he yelled at like three said. times. Yeah. He's just like, uh, yeah, you're gone. And so well, that's, that's what it was. It he's was one of the is, worst. He's one of the worst referees in the NBA, in my opinion. But because he does play with some bias. Yeah, sure. he does. He, does. He's just he kind absolutely of, does. He wants yeah. to be the show instead of the players, and I don't. Yeah. I don't but, really care for. We that. really shouldn't even be knowing refere- referees' names. Yeah, if I'm being honest with you, like it, yeah, it, like yeah, we know who like that. They're people and all this type of stuff. We understand that, but we should not like the referee walking on the sideline should not be more known or infamous yeah. than certain players of like because i remember talking to, to one of my friends this morning when we were playing basketball and we were talking about scott foster and i remember like there's actually a record that scott foster has when he's refing chris paul yeah yep. and i think it yep. was like at some point like chris paul was like oh of nine or oh of ten or something like that yep. when scott foster was an official in his game and it's like and then even us as Nuggets fans, we kind of know like Tony Brothers, right? Tony Brothers, when when uh, Jokic has been ejected a number of times, and I think, um, I think out of the, maybe the four times, I could be wrong. I think um, uh, Tony Brothers was the person who ejected him. Like it's yeah. like yeah. there's certain referees that do have personal biases, and that is a problem. Yeah, Tony Brothers is on the same par mm-hmm. with um, with agree. Foster for sure, and uh, they both take over the game and. I just don't like it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, the other thing I wanted to say really quickly, though, about the game is just how impressive Toronto is. Yeah, um, good. yeah not and they are good from top to bottom, including the addition of Will Barton. <laughs> um, I really like that pickup for them. And when you look at their bench, I was kind of had some bench envy. Like, um, they have... Um, Boucher is that? I like Boucher, man. I like him a lot. Yeah, yeah, he is really good. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Gary Trent, Gary Mm -hmm. Trent, and Okua. Help me with the the uh, Prince. I I just call him Precious. Yeah, Precious. Yeah, he is really strong. And man, they are so long, Mm -hmm. right across the board. And getting um, Pirtle from the Spurs, yeah, was a great, great pickup for them because they didn't have that big body. And he's very effective offensively, defensively, nothing special, but yeah. um, offensively, he's very crafty around the, I think he's shooting like 70%. Yeah, he can get so, you a double-double every yeah, night. Yeah. Once he gets the minutes, he can he can. I get think you a they're going to be a surprise team in the East. 
I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're six and three with after adding him. After they went on and they went on like a 10 game losing streak. And of course, like it's not just him, but to your guys' points, like just his impact after after he's been back. And even we were talking about last night too. Van Vliet was like something oh, wow, like 19 yeah. and 13 mm-hmm. or like 19 uh points, 13 assists, and or something I uh, like that. And it's funny, like I called that on my sports betting podcast yesterday, right? So I was doing um I, I was telling everybody, I was like, listen, the game of the night is gonna be the Nuggets and the Raptors. And, and I explained, I said, and here's why. Because when the Nuggets play against a point guard who has the ability to stretch the floor and can pass the ball at the same time, yeah. those guys are extremely dangerous against the Nuggets. The Nuggets don't know how to guard that. So once they get into the paint, they're going to do a dump-off pass to their big. I mean, of course, the Nuggets right now, I mean, the pick-and-roll defense – Teams are switching off on certain oh, players. God. It's 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 ugly, right? Yeah, so I, I already knew, and I and I told everybody on the pod, I'm like, if you're gonna bet on anybody on this game, look at Fred Van Vliet's assist because his line was at seven and a half. I was like, he's definitely gonna get that. Yeah. And then his scoring, right? You just because he's gonna he, have himself a night. He reminds me a little bit of a shorter Jamal Murray, actually. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that too. Yeah, I can see that too. yeah. But he was very impressive, and of course, uh, Siakam is uh, one of the best players, a yeah. top 10 player in the league for sure. He's good. He's, good. And, He's, um, He's pretty good. And then the other kid that they have that we should have gotten in the draft from um, Indiana. Um, OG? Yeah. OG who's really a good mm-hmm. young player. I mean, I yeah, just I like OG. really, really impressed with them um, yeah. on multiple levels. And um, Messiah Jury, who used to be our general the manager, architect. Uh-huh. is the architect uh-huh. of that team. Uh-huh. And I think they're going to be a, so I really do. The East has got some good young teams like Cleveland last night beating was, Boston. Yeah. And um, there's some other teams outside of the the top two that are really interesting teams now. Yeah. Yeah. And to kind of flip the script, the, the players that were disappointing, um, man, watching it live hurt it even more. But Bruce Brown, man. I don't know what mm. he's been up to recently. I don't know, man. That shot looks ugly right the now. The fact that he had nine points, me and my buddy were talking, like that was shocking to look that he actually got nine points because he was 0 for 5 from three. And I can't emphasize this enough, especially the people who didn't watch. I would say four of the five were wide open. Like mm-hmm. they had they had the perfect offense for it. They got him wide open and just a complete brick. So, yeah, I mean it's concerning. Like two of two of thirteen. But what did he have the game before against Memphis? He was actually, uh, he actually had a very efficient game. Yeah, he was the 50, previous game. Yeah, he was fifty eight percent from Memphis. Yeah. with fifteen so I think, points. Let's hope that actually this is not a, a trend. Yeah, uh, trend yeah, being sure. that he's going into some kind of a slump. Yeah, because we need him. Yeah, we can't uh, on that, that second mm-hmm. unit. Unit, he's got to be uh, a facilitator or score, a rebounder, a defender. Uh, the the guy that we've seen all year that's been so impressive. Well, and even so, in the game, I will say his defense was still there. I mean, he still got mm-hmm. those two steals. Like, like his presence was still there. It was just tough because the shots were wide open. I think that's what made it hurt so much more. If he was just like having an off night shooting or he, he did, but like just to watch it be a perfect brick, like, and the, yeah. everybody around us too, were like, why is he still in the game? Why is he still shooting? Granted, I will say I'll go on a little like two second rant for a second, but uh, the people that talk 
behind you. It seems like it's every game and someone behind you and they have the worst takes. <laughs> and, and, and the funniest part about it is they, they talk the entire the game. Entire game. Oh, yeah. oh, it is the most annoying thing. Like he's like, Bruce Brown is trash. He had the worst shooting in February. I'm looking at it right now. He shot 47% and 34 from three. Like that's not bad anyways. But like, Oh, I, I cannot stand those people. And they have to talk the entire game about how they know basketball mm-hmm. and they don't. Oh man, dude! <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we got a Jack Rand. I love. I like it. I like it. Uh, they're always frat guys yes. too, but I won't say. They're all about frat that. guys. That's I great. Won't, I won't say anything like um, that. But um, Winji said last night on the telecast that she talked to Bruce Brown and that he mm-hmm. said that he is relying too much on his three point shot. Right. And I, n- I never really thought that way about him. I, yeah. I think he. I think he's a good three-point shooter, and we need to get him where his confidence is back. I I don't mind him jacking up the three. It was just a bad, bad game for him. Um, And then luckily, um, I heard another person, speaking of those annoying people (laughs) on Twitter, who basically went on a rant and said, we should bench Reggie Jackson and start start playing um, uh, Brown again, uh, Braun again um christian um and play him in the minutes of reggie jackson and i'm like i'm glad you said that dude because you just (laughs) spurred the dude on for like his best game as a nugget and whenever you say that of course like as a fan like oh we should bench him then that person always uh always kills it It i've done it so many times like yeah oh i can't stand this player and then he goes off for like 15 or 20 points that was that was i feel like such an idiot yeah that was bruce brown last night i've had to to bench him i've had to i'll tell you all this i've i've deleted a couple tweets in the past right (laughs) yeah and and here's why because i I remember there was a moment where i ain't gonna lie i was kind of trashing will barton okay i was this was you know maybe two two years ago something like that you weren't the and, only one, by the way. Oh, I know. I know for sure. But there was one game in particular where he was just awful in the first half. <laughs> I can't remember who you're playing against, but I remember I got on Twitter. I was like, why is Will Barton still on this team? That's yeah. all I asked. I just I, I said, why is he on this, thing, on this team? And I believe he ended – I think he had like 20 points in the second half. Like yeah, he was just hitting shots. He was yeah, hitting yeah. three from every corner. And I'm, I'm, I'm watching my tweet. And I, I, I'm The button that says to like submit to delete – it's like right under my finger, and I'm like, hold on. <laughs> I'm about to do this. And when he hit another three, I was like, Boop. Yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah. Man, it happens every single time. There was I've a period of time, in, I've yeah. done that in Bronco games, too, where I was oh, like, yeah. oh, why yeah. is this person even on the team? And then they go off for a touchdown or Garrett something Holmes. stupid. Yeah, yeah, Garrett Holmes. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what I thought about Jamal Murray, especially in the beginning of the season. I was like, hey, put him on the trade block. Let's see someone else. <laughs> And now I am very happy. I, I haven't said it. I have not Yo, said Jack, one word about Jamal Murray. I've not said I'm one word about because I've Murray done since. everything like that before yeah. too. I've like, not said one oh, word. Oh, this about guy him is since. horrible. Like, get rid of him. And then We've the all next, had it. yeah. Listen, man, and, and it's so funny y'all brought that up because that same thing happened the other night when the Nuggets played the Grizzlies. Right? Yep. Yep. That is exactly what happened. Because let's be real, we're all watching the game. Jamal, we we and and we talked about it, Jack. We talked about what we thought would happen and different yes. things like that. And and I expected a much more aggressive, much more focused Jamal Murray, myself, and I'm sure a lot of Nuggets fans did as well. Mm. And we're watching this, and in the first half, I was not impressed at all. I'm just sitting there like, bro, why are you 
why are you playing like this? This is yeah. this is your moment. Like, are you really allowing this Dylan Brooks situation to get into your mind that much? Because I know, you know, they they grew up together. They know each other well, yeah. whatever. And I'm sitting there like, bro, there's no way like you're playing this bad. I, you know, of course, you know, I tweeted about it right at halftime. And I, I was just begging him. I was like, Jamal, can you please play better? I saw that. Half? Can you I please? You know, and then all of a Peter sudden, there's nothing like, can you please show up or something? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And lo and behold, he sure did. You know, and and you know, I I got back on Twitter. I was like, you know, I'm taking full credit for this because you know I told him to shoot better, and he sure did. And it was yeah. so funny because yeah. uh, I mean, a lot of people saw it, right? You know, we and very similar to just like you mentioned there, Nelson. You know, with with Richard Jefferson talking about. You know, Nikola Jokic kind of just being a little bit more, a little too passive in that yeah. moment, right? Like you're yeah. watching him and it's like, dude, you have you have Xavier Tillman on you. Yes, he's, I mean, he's a decent player, but please just go to the basket. Like you, can, you can do that. Like you are seven feet tall. You are the, you know, pretty much the most skilled big man that we, that in that's in the game today. You mean to tell me Xavier Tillman is stopping you from scoring right now? Stop. Like, what are you doing? You know, so it was it was kind of frustrating watching that. But of course, we saw the real Denver Nuggets in that fourth quarter. We saw yeah. the potential because I remember looking at it, I was like, you know, it's a close game throughout. And then all of a sudden that fourth quarter just opened up and it was like boom. It. it was a 20 point lead just like that. And I was yeah. like, wow. Yeah. You know, like that, yeah, that, that I game mean, was crazy. 17 points think, for Memphis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that um, this team is going to go as far as Jamal Murray goes. On some levels, um, because he he and when he's when he gets mad or when he gets mm -hmm. in that state, like he gets all jazzed up and and kind yeah. of a, like I go, oh God, that's kind of you know I don't know if I love it. And then I I think about that's just him. He's just yeah. really he gets uh, like give me the ball, you know, yeah, like last the, night. It's the it's the dog mentality. Yeah, right it is, now. and you gotta and have you, you that. Need that. You, you gotta have that. that. So yes. Yeah, I mean, I think he's um, – if he can stay healthy and, you know, we were talking about MPJ and how mm -hmm. he's turned it on. If he's those two guys really – well. yeah. if, if they can do it like that on a regular basis, this team's going to be really hard to beat. Because I think they can turn it on. And what is the, the stat that they have there – the number one defense in the fourth quarter in or like clutch time in yeah. clutch yeah. period, mm -hmm. you know, and um, that's important. That that's, right. that's a, that's a, you hear about all these stats, right? But that stat is a real legitimate stat mm -hmm. and it tells you a lot about the makeup of the team. Yeah. So I like that a lot. And it's uh, when you think you're not going to win a game and you win it, to me, that shows you what kind of team this is. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. been a different team for sure. I mean, I would say the difference part in I would, the Grizzlies game, it was more that it was very neck and neck until the fourth quarter. So it's like, you know, well, I would say at halftime, it was a little concerning with that eight-point um, mm -hmm. eight difference. Yeah. Deficit, yeah. But um, I would say going into the fourth, it was pretty like they could still pull this off. With the Raptors game, I was like, I, I that's just a loss. Like, yeah, it felt like a loss for sure. It did, yeah. Regardless, I one thing I would say to finish off the Raptors that I was really impressed with, it didn't, you didn't notice it as much through the stats, obviously, but Thomas Bryant, I was actually pretty impressed with against the Raptors. I mm -hmm. think, of course, he didn't have this crazy game, but I just thought one thing I really saw from him was consistency. Like, I just felt like he, his presence was there. He wasn't scoring as much as he should have, but he wasn't 
like there was a couple of games prior where it's like, okay, you're giving up. Like what, what's going on? Yeah. I thought he played very solid in this game uh, mm-hmm. against the Raptors. And, I, and if that's an indication of how he'll progress, I'm very excited to see that. But anyways, to my point, my thoughts on the Memphis game, I just think that, you know, Reggie Jackson going, what, what was it? Oh, for seven, oh, for, oh, for seven field goals, oh, for six, three point, you know, that's just God awful. So, which is funny because he was still plus three, um, which is kind of shocking, but yeah. um you know, to your guys' points, like, it seems like, I think my issue I see sometimes is it seems like only one bench player goes off. And I, of course, I'm not asking for every bench player to go off. That's unrealistic. But like, it seems like you'll get a 10 point game from one bench player every game. And it's, granted, I don't, it depends. But like, to me, I would just think that you get some guys that are closer rather than like, it's always like, Bruce Brown had 15 the Memphis game and everybody else didn't get past four. Yeah. So it's yes. like, I think that inconsistency is, is really like the, you got to reevaluate, but again, Reggie Jackson screwed it up and then completely answered last night. So, you know, it, it's tough. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, I, I'm just hoping on that too, Jeremy. That they that it's taking some time for these guys to gel. Yeah, right. To, so for too. for them mm-hmm. to find their own role in their new role. Yeah, and um and that's what I'm hoping for at this point. And by the way, I would not um I would not start or bring in Chanchar after what I've seen from Uncle Jeff. Mm. Um, and he's been dunking on. He's I was, was going to ask everyone. I was going to ask Jack that too because I wanted to know because I know I texted you last night. But when yeah. when Jeff Green dunked, right? Like it was pretty much like over two people, pretty much. Yeah. When, I just wanted to know how electric it felt in the building when he did that. I think everybody kind of had to have a double take that it was Jeff Green. Um, yeah. Not not because he's not known for that, but because of just like I don't, and oh, it was it was crazy. It really was. It was. Yeah. Like it was awesome, and of course you got the jumbotron doing. You know the fact that they use my name Jeff still is just shocking. I thought I was yeah. still on in Vine, um, for those who used Vine. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, but but anyways, uh, it was it was awesome. Like it was really cool. I mean, it kind of to my point earlier. Like everybody just has so much support for every player. And granted, Bruce Brown kind of deserved the hate last night, but. Like I know people like him. I'm not the stupid guys behind me, but I, I know people in general really like everybody on the team. Like, I think that's what I've noticed. Like, of course, when they do a phenomenal play, like Jeff Green's dunk, of course, you'll get that, that electricity because everybody exploded. But yeah. I just really, I really am enjoying how every player, like, I just feel like there's so much love for everybody rather than years past. And of course years past some, sometimes it's warranted, but it was really cool. And, and even, I mean, of course, it, he didn't make it, but that Aaron Gordon almost poster, yeah, would was also like everybody was just excited that it almost happened. Like it was just, yeah, it, it was amazing. It was really cool. Yeah, and I think Bruce Brown needs a little love yeah. because mm-hmm. I mean, the guy's been amazing all year, and he everybody, yeah. everybody on the screen wants to see an extension for him. I mean, yeah. he's been such a great defender and has such a great um, presence. I, I just can't imagine 
not having him around because I think he's just been so valuable. It's also just hard not to like him. Like he's just like he's a very people person. Like yeah. he's just yeah. I I I I'm a big fan of him. So you know you got you can be critical like like we are when he has a bad game like that. But to to make it indicative of an entire season, of course, it's just that's for, right for that's Twitter right. people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, you know, like like you guys have been saying, I mean, Bruce Brown is definitely one of the most valuable players on this Nuggets team. Um, of course, he's had he's had some, you know, some some moments like last night, you know, hey, he, he had a bad game, at least, yep. you know, offensively. But, you know, you said it correctly. He still found a way to at least be somewhat effective in certain areas, you yep. know, getting those steals, things like that. That's that's really what the Nuggets need, because at the end of the day, you're not always going to be having a great game. And, and here's the perfect example of that. Um, when we talked about like when Connor Connor was on here, we were talking yep. about the the Sixers and uh, the Grizzlies game, you know, and um, Joel Embiid, same situation. Terrible. When I say terrible <laughs> shooting game, yeah. you know, I think he shot yeah. maybe like six of 25 or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. he still had six blocks. He still had, you know, he mm. still did something on the re- on the defensive rebounding glass like when you're not having a good offensive game, you have to then yeah. figure, you have to pivot and say, you know what? All right, well, let me make sure that I can do even more defensively. You have sure. to have that for sure. And uh, sorry to raise my finger, but to that point, <laughs> to that point, and I think it's a, a legitimate point. What a great play by Joker to foul Pirtle yeah. in yes, the last yes, second. Yes, yeah. That was just genius. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was just oh, like, yeah. what is he doing? Oh, my God, what a great foul. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> and then, um, but just the court awareness. Right, yeah. You know, the, the general on the court, mm-hmm. not an MVP in stats per se last night, but yeah. the MVP in, in thinking about what should I do here. Mm-hmm. And he made it look like a basketball play. You know, so it's not like any other extraneous yeah. foul. Yeah. And um, just a, a beautiful, smart maneuver. Yeah, that, was, that was really smart. I mean, to your point with the fouls, though, too, like that was perfect. But I feel like part of that game, it felt like everybody, like they were calling it on both teams. So that's why I'm not saying they were biased to the Raptors, biased towards the Nuggets. Like there were some points in the game where it was kind of just like, all right, let's just play. Like like there was like it just felt like they were they were being aggressive, but not foul aggressive for both sides. And it was just, it was a little weird. It felt like that way, especially in the first half yeah. when Memphis was getting all the free throws. Yeah. Um, nuggets were piling it, piling yeah. it on as far as the amount of fouls they were getting. That's for sure. But yeah, no, I, either way. I, yeah, I just, I re- and it's cool. It's cool to see that. Like, you know, these players do their research and stuff, but like to actually see it, like he knew Potal. I, I, of course I'm the one who butchers name. So I'm going to call Jacob, him Jacob. Jacob I'm going to call him Jacob. Yeah, I'm gonna call him Yakum just to call it just so that one's easy for me. Uh, no, but since he knew that he is such a pet, I think he's what 50% from the line. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that he has that awareness just really helps the fact that, like, I mean, that's why he's MVP. Jokic is Three incredible. Yes. yes, yes, he is. So. He is. I mean, it's it's one of those things where, and you know, Nelson, you know, before before Jack got in here earlier, uh, before we started recording, you know, we talked about you know this whole MVP thing and with the TV stuff, like with that. Yeah. I'm, and I'm I, I'm bowing out of that situation yeah, yeah. Um, because I realized, you know, Nelson mentioned it too. I mean. They talked about it. They're still talking about this crap today. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro, I'm so tired of it now. 
like just the, the whole discourse and the back and forth with the race this and dude like bro just chill out man let's just get back to basketball for you're, just, that's you're right. being a dead horse at this yeah, point it's like, like it's, it's like just, yeah and, and you know why they're doing it i mean yeah, it's, it's all exactly. for views and ratings and whatever that looks like to sell a book and blah 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 yeah. it's just it's just pointless stuff so shout out to talk. jj reddick yes i was gonna say that too like for him to stick up and um Kind of a cancel culture community or yeah. cancer culture environment that we're in. I was really, I'll, I'll leave it alone too. I, he's, I didn't he's want to talk the, about he's, he's I'm so glad he That's said it. something. He's speaking the truth. I'm and so glad he did. It sounds like we're all behind JJ Reddick because I am. I, I yeah. know that. For well, sure. it's funny it's too to see the the others, whoever he's arguing with, start to kind of stutter and, and yell. Yeah. Just just after his after his points. And of course he doesn't have the most perfect points all the time, but I think it's just more he's more realistic and that's just not what, what mainstream TV is. So nope. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> but yeah. Next. But, yep. Next, next, next. But listen, guys, so so we just uh we just talked about the Nuggets and the Raptors. Obviously, you know, Nuggets won that. Then we also talked about the Nuggets and Grizzlies. The Nuggets also won that. But here's the thing about that Grizzlies situation. Mm-hmm. Because prior to that matchup. Right, the, their best player, John Morant. You know he's oh made my. some statements in the past, different things, blah blah, yeah. blah 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 blah. You know he's good in the West, all this type of stuff. So of course, on the basketball court, he has dealt with some drama, right? Yeah. But we are now in a different time and a different day, where now what you do off the court will then affect what you do on the court. And this is just how it works, right? You are a professional playing in a professional league. Every single thing that you do outside of the the basketball court, outside the arena is going to affect you as a player. That is how it works in pretty much every business, every corporation, every building, everything in life. You just got to be used to it. So there was a video that, that popped up online the other day where uh, John Morant did brandish a weapon. There was a weapon in the video of the firearm variety, um, and the league saw that. We saw that. Everyone saw that. And it's one of those situations where it's like, Social media, man, like y'all, y'all gotta, y'all gotta, y'all gotta be, y'all gotta chill out, man. Yeah. Y'all gotta chill out because yeah. you know what your brand is. Yeah. You know who you are as a person. You know you're worth over 200 whatever million dollars. And then you are still in the mindset that, you know what, let me get on social media and let me post something and just cause a ruckus. Bro, yeah. there is no reason to be doing that. Why are you posting that online? Yeah. Knowing fully well who you are, what you stand for, what 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 your brand means to a lot of people, not even just Grizzlies fans, but there's like kids, there's all types of people who look yeah. up to these particular players, right? And we did see after that happened, the Memphis Grizzlies came out and they said, you know what, we're going to suspend Ja for two games. But that immediately then turned into Ja Morant out indefinitely as he soul searches and he's trying to figure out his healing process. And he released a an apology, you know, an apology came out where he's, you know. I don't even know if he wrote that because we don't even know that. We never know that these days. You know, these PR guys, they differ. Yeah. I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, I doubt it, too. Um so, of course, all that stuff happened. And now um, it did come out that now the, the, the league, as well as the police department, mm. is now doing a further investigation because 
if it does come out that Ja did in fact have that firearm on the flight, in the arena, or wherever, that is an automatic 50-game suspension. Yeah. Automatically. Like, that is just what it is because that's that's just the rule, right? Because you're putting a lot of people in danger. Because can you, can you think about if he had that gun on a plane? Like, hello, isn't, isn't that illegal? Like, really illegal? Like, bro, you cannot... Yeah. You cannot do that. So, of course, um, before we even just talk about how that could potentially affect the Nuggets, affect the West, um, what were you guys' thoughts on just like when when that came out, Jack? What did you what did you see? First, I thought he was holding a squirt gun, but um, besides that, I'm not, and squirt gun because that thing was probably like the size of my microphone. Yeah, it was very it was less. very like, small. Yeah, so I, I was very confused. <laughs> like I was like, oh, that's a real real gun. Um, no, but in all seriousness, I mean. As, as, as I know we were talking about bad takes, but I was listening to Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless on it. And I was mostly the Shannon Sharp point is what really I was taken in because it's just that, that trying to be something you're not, I think is the biggest thing that kind of led jaw to this point because like he just, with all the endorsements he's getting with all the, with all the praise he's getting his growing. I mean, he won most valuable player at such a young age, like almost improved. A, or most improved. That's what I meant. Um, uh, most improved, like at such a young age, like you just like he, his life is on the right, like, trending up. He's has so much potential both off the court and on the court. Like everybody was rooting for him. Everybody loved him last year. Um, but then like, it just started to see like, a, I mean, we've seen this with, you could, I mean, plenty of athletes, but like mm-hmm. it just started to get to his head. And I think, Hopefully nothing too serious comes out of it for him because I would I would really hope this is just a learning experience of of humbling yourself and and you know taking knowing that you were put in a very difficult position but the fact that because I don't want to see his life get ter- like thrown around like right. you know thrown out just because of this one incident especially because it was just I would say it's something stupid rather than like I mean right you could also say it's reckless but like I don't know I, to your point yeah and. I, I think even more, I mean, because I think with the Denver law, it's it, you're illegal to carry a firearm if you're drunk uh, or consuming alcohol, I should say. And so that's like the big, um, that's what they're really looking into with that. But then, you know, you know, it's just the immaturity. I know we talked about it with Bones, but Bones, of course, is not John Moran. But it's just more like a, just that immaturity and in the social media age of guys being my age and, and having quarter of a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. which I, I could only wish, but, um, you know, but, <laughs> but, uh, like, it, it's just like, it's just cause I, I mean, if I had all that money, I would have no idea what to do with it. And, and yeah. especially when everybody is all, like looking at you, seeing everything you're doing with a microscope. So, you know, I, again, I wish all the best for him. I really hope that everything comes out good, but it's, it's going to be a major factor for both the personalities on his team as well, especially even with Dylan Brooks and all the kind of, the kind of snarking he's doing at guys like or snapping like he's just really kind of antagonizing a lot of teams and then with jaw with all his stuff it's just i don't know how toxic that locker room is because i won't i won't speak for that you don't know what's going on behind closed doors but like it's just kind of piling up for them so you know it's 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 a really tough judgment but i'd like to i like to hear your guys' thoughts on it Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. 
Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Talk to us, Nelson. What are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, I think it's... um... I think it's unfortunate because I really like the player, um, you know, watching him, he's an amazing talent. And then um, as a young man, I'd like to see that he shows better judgment, obviously um, being at shotgun willies at whatever hour um, <laughs> like 3 is not the, was it 3am? It was, it was right around that time. Yeah. I mean, what is he doing? Like they, oh. they play basketball, don't they? And isn't that what they're supposed to be concentrating on? That's what a professional does. And even Steve Adams, Stephen Adams said that like, we got to stop. If we're going to, if we're going to look inward, we have to stop going out and doing this kind of stuff and concentrate yeah. on what we're supposed to concentrate mm-hmm. on. And that's He's basketball. That team. That's oh, what we're Steven supposed Adams. to do. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, is that, if these players are silly enough not to think that the NBA isn't watching, yeah. they're crazy because this is a multi-billion um, billion dollar product. And if you have a player or players that are doing things that are going to hurt their image, mm-hmm. then they're going to <laughs> come down on you. So, they're not stupid. They know what you do. They yeah. follow you. They might even have people, you know, going out to shotgun willies to be in the place when you're there oh, yeah. to protect their interests. Yeah. So if you're not if you're not opening your eyes to that fact and you're not thinking about that clearly, then you're you're not in reality. You're not living in the reality of what a big business is going to do. So I know you're um, chomping at the bit, Jeremy, to talk about this, but I just, <laughs> from my perspective, I, I don't have any deep-seated like um, bad thoughts for John ja Morant. I actually yeah. have the opposite. I want to see the kid be a productive um, basketball player on and off the court. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, um, and it's so funny, Nelson, that you brought up the fact that these players are being watched. You know who said that? in detail on an interview Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony yeah. exactly yeah. he yeah. talked about he talked about having a conversation with um, David Stern with, with David Stern you know and and him telling him like listen man we we see everything we watch everything we yeah. we know what you're doing we know what your friends are doing we know what this is ha- you they know what's happening and and that was before it, social media that too. Would be correct <laughs> correct like now it's easier so now yeah i mean because players are snitching on themselves now like, <laughs> you don't even you don't even these these guys who are getting paid to follow players and these you know private investigators and stuff they're getting paid free money because at the mm. end of the day these players are telling on themselves <laughs> they're going online because they want to be seen yeah. by people so bad or they want to feel like hey man i'm down and all this type of stuff you go on the internet and then you pretty much tell everybody exactly what you're doing. That does not make sense. That's not how this, well, I mean, I'm not, you know, saying that you should be doing it any other way. Cause I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. promote that stuff, but it's like, yeah, yeah. come on, at least be smart. You know what I mean? Yeah, like be yeah. like, like don't do nothing like that and then not be smart. But you know, it's, it's just the way that the league is right now, but you kind of just have to, you got to be smarter as a player. You know, we talked about just John Morant in particular, 
But I mean, just all these guys, they got to be smarter with just their off-court decisions. You know, even um, like Plaxico Burris mentioned that even today, where he was basically telling John Morant, like, dude, you want a perfect example of, of how that stuff can go wrong? Look at me. You know, like he got he, shot. Right. Like, didn't he shoot himself? Yes. Like, right. Like, so it's like <laughs> he was like, I am the perfect example of of. And then, of course, like his whole career, everything just it all changed right after that. So yeah. you've got to be very mindful at the stuff that you're doing off the court because it's going to affect a lot of stuff. And and now um, I know the, the the basketball side of things is kind of the secondary thing, but it's still a thing now since John Morant has made this decision. And of course we don't know what the findings of the investigation will be. We'll don't know if, if that will result in the 50 game suspension or if it'll be thrown out. We don't know that yet, but at the end of the day, there is some unsure situations right now because the Grizzlies play tonight and they're playing without jaw and they have to, I mean, I know they have like Tyus Jones and I know all these other guys are still there, but they're not scary right now like like nobody's looking at the grizzlies like oh man i would hate to play i would love to play against the grizzlies in the playoffs without john moran mm-hmm. i would love that you mm-hmm. know because it's like you're you're taking yourself out of the equation when you are the team's best player you cannot you cannot do that so so now i guess my question before we get out of here is how do you guys see this kind of playing out just the the, the landscape of the western conference because as of right now the grizzlies are still in second place but they're only a half game up on the Sacramento Kings now because the Kings have been winning games, right? And right now it's looking like the Kings could very well surpass them with, within the next couple of days. So how do you guys see this kind of playing out and affecting the West? Nelson, talk to me. I think um, I think they are going to get passed by. Um, uh, didn't they have some long losing streak also on the road where mm-hmm. they lost eight in a row, then they – they finally beat um, Houston, and right. they made some Everybody comments. Beats Houston, yeah. Everybody beats Houston. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, my guess is that Philadelphia, or excuse me, Philadelphia, Phoenix actually ends up in the two seed. Ooh, I, I like just that. think okay. they are head and shoulders above um, Sacramento yeah. and Memphis. They're the biggest challenge to the Nuggets Oh yeah, with oh, the, yeah. their combination of Booker and Durant. And uh, all the other pieces they have. So, to me, it'll be Denver, um, without a doubt, being the number one seed. And then, as we talked about, could they be the best seed as far as the whole league is concerned? Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that's still a possibility. And then um, the other thing is, uh, I think Sacramento will be third and Memphis will be fourth. Um, Those could be interchanged, but I really believe Phoenix will be two. Gotcha. Jack, talk to us. Yeah, I mean, as Nelson said, it's it's a big deal. I think that I think Memphis will slide a little bit. Of course, they'll probably stay in that three or four, but to, to Nelson's point, I, I think it's the Suns, although they are still four, I think it's their their second mm-hmm. place to lose at this point. Cause I mean, if the Suns are ten games behind, like how are you how are you getting to the Nuggets when there's only what, seventeen games left? Right. Which I don't think I don't think I've ever said that, which is <laughs> it's still weird to say that. How yeah. is anybody going to reach the Nuggets record? But um, yeah, I mean, it, it's a big deal. I, you know, he's he's their guy. I mean, even when we were talking about both Memphis games, it was all about, well, if they just let him score so we can lock everybody up, that's all that matters. Uh, well, that's not all that matters, but you know what I'm saying? So yeah. like the fact that that puzzle 
puzzle pieces taken out, it, it really is going to it's going to be a big deal for them, because as we were talking about with their with their schedule strength earlier or previous podcast like that, that's a way different conversation when you take out John Moran for an indefinite period of time, let alone possibly the rest of the entire season. Mm -hmm. So. You know, it, it, you're really going to see a whole different Memphis team. I mean, I shouldn't say whole different Memphis team, but you're going to see a different Memphis team and how they adapt to these games. But it, it's definitely going to be an uphill battle. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And we don't know that that's going to happen, right? Yeah. So let's, yeah. Be, let's, yeah, be, let's be careful about that. We don't know that he's going to be suspended for a all period right. of time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a potential thing that could yeah. happen, but we don't know that. It's Correct. just that label of it being indefinite right now. It has, right. Everybody, has everybody like, yeah. uh Oh, like when is it? So, but yeah, exa exactly to your point. No, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. I guess we'll, uh, we will see. And, and Nelson, you kind of touched on it um, because I just did want to ask just the question um, right now, because the nuggets are currently, I want to say half game behind the Milwaukee bucks for the best record in the entire league. Yeah. I just want to know before we get out of here, do you guys see the nuggets having the, best record in the league going into the playoffs jack what do you think uh, i'm gonna say no i think i think they'll hold off at that second milwaukee has a i shouldn't say easy but i i think with their with how they're playing i i think that their schedule is a little bit more favorable than denver's i know they play denver which is going to be very interesting at the end of the month um but you know, I mean, they still got Boston and Philly and Memphis again. And so I, they do have their struggles, but I just think the way they're playing, I had, it, it's hard to see them slow down from the, from the heat that they caught, but I'm never, I'm not going to say that it's, it, it's just theirs to lose. I think it's, I mean, currently it is, but I think that it, it's really going to be, it could go down to April where we see, Hey, Nuggets might, might still reclaim it. And they're playing tonight without Giannis and Drew Holiday. Now they are playing the Orlando Magic, yeah. but if you think about it, this same Orlando Magic team—that's not a gimme—is yeah. three and zero against the Boston Celtics. Right? Yeah, that's so, not a gimme. So they are—that is a team that they fight. I mean, of course, that the the, the Jokic game winner that was against the the Magic, like the, that those yeah. games are tough. So I think right, I think they they might take a loss tonight. They, they might could. because. I think I'm pretty sure the game is in Orlando as well. I could be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it, it just, is. it seems like a, an environment with no Giannis, no Drew Holiday. They're going to be essentially led by Chris Middleton and Brooke Lopez, who are not slouches at all. Like these are guys yeah. who can play. But or I think, I think this game becomes extremely competitive. And if Memphis loses <laughs> the game tonight, I, I believe, does Milwaukee have the, the tiebreaker over the Nuggets right now? Uh, or are they, yeah. they, they, they do. I believe they do. Yeah, because they, they won. Yeah. Oh, that, that's the game where like everybody was sitting out. And that's then, right. That's okay. Right. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think tonight is a situation where Memphis could potentially take a loss. Um, but I think it will go down to the wire. Uh, Nelson, what do you, what do you think? Last take for me really quickly is I know the Nuggets have this tough a five game road trip coming up, if I'm mm. not mistaken. Yeah. That'll be the telltale on what happens. Right. True. If they can go three and two or, 
um, even four and one, then I think they have a shot. If yep. they end up going two and three, um, that could be the difference maker, I think, on whether or not they have a chance at the, the number one seed. Milwaukee with um, Giannis is, the, to me, just loaded. Top, I mean, top to, yeah. mm-hmm. top to bottom loaded as far as a team. I wouldn't be surprised either if they pull out a victory against Orlando because Orlando is not a great team. Right. But Orlando is an up-and-coming team, so I could see it go either way on tonight's game. Uh, obviously, like to see Orlando win. Uh, like to see the Nuggets be the number one seed overall in the playoffs. Because yeah. um, what a great uh, thing oh, yeah. if there's a game seven to have it at Ball Arena. So mm-hmm. that's what we want. Uh, we can throw it out to the universe <laughs> and hope that uh, it happens. But I think it's it's kind of iffy at this stage. I'd say I'd, I'd be like um, Jack and say, I think they'll be second. I think it'll be Milwaukee. Number one. I I agree. I think, so it sounds like we're, we're all on the same page. I think, um, I think the nuggets end up with just barely with that, that second um, spot, but here's, here's what I, I actually see happening. And this, this might be a hot take. Milwaukee might hold on to that, that number one best record in the league. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, I think, dude, I don't, I don't see them getting to the finals. I don't know mm. why. I want them to. I want them to because I actually would love a Nuggets versus Bucks finals. I would oh, yeah. love that. Oh, yeah. Like, I, like there's a couple matchups that I would really enjoy for for the Nuggets. I think that that series would just be beautiful. Yeah. But I, I'm for some reason, man. Like, I I keep thinking to myself, and I don't know why. I just feel like Milwaukee is going to end up like losing in the conference finals and it's going to be to like some, some weird team. I don't know if it's going to be Boston or whatever, but I don't know. Just something about these, this year just feels so weird to me going into the playoffs. Something is going to happen where it's just like, wait, how did that team beat that team? You remember, <laughs> yeah. you remember the, uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like the, the Dirk, the, the Dallas Mavericks where they ended up playing the Warriors and then they lost that, like that series. Like it was like the, the Baron Davis right like that was the like chris weber right like this this year feels like that this year feels like so and i'm hoping that the nuggets are not the ones to lose that yeah (laughs) (laughs) something weird is gonna happen man i'm telling you like toronto like Mm -hmm. cleveland yep those are some of the teams that could easily sneak into that i think yeah um and i agree with you 100 percent about that um but i just and then the nuggets own in my recollection except for this loss where they were missing um the joker and i think aaron gordon in that mm-hmm. game yeah they've been uh, the nuggets the even bucks. made it a very close game oh, to yeah. the end mm-hmm. i think the nuggets own the bucks yeah they I, and really i say well that mm-hmm. with a little bit of intrepidation because i don't but um <laughs> they also play them in denver with a hopefully a full squad and uh, as I said to Jack, I, I was rooting for him to go to that game, <laughs> but um, I now, think may, that, now maybe not. I think that game. Well, you are good luck charm, man, for sure. I think uh, that game will be the, the the one of the better games at the end of the season that we get to watch. Milwaukee, it will be on a back to back as well. Oh, of course. So Den- I like that. Den- Denver's oh, their course. second their second game. I like that. Oh, then. oh, oh. So Milwaukee's on a back to back. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know. Okay. Gotcha. Cool. But which is which is annoying, like just <laughs> watching good basketball because now both of the both of the games in that series required one team to be back to back. That's which, true. Which is not which is not ideal. But yeah, hey. but I like it because I yeah. think the Nuggets good. are going to win that game. It's all good. Listen, if and and 
I still wouldn't mind a Nuggets Bucks finals. I just think that if that happens, I would be happy just to watch that because I think seeing Giannis versus Jokic oh, yeah. in the finals would just be beautiful to watch. <laughs> and it was, yep. you know, seeing if Drew Holiday can can affect Jamal Murray, like which Murray are we gonna get? Is Chris yep. Middleton gonna outduel uh, Michael Porter? Like, yep. are we gonna see? I mean, of course, Aaron Gordon out there, you know, with Bobby Portis and these guys, like. Both teams have they have a lot of different pieces that that are essentially kind of parallel, right? And I that's why I really like it, you know. So I think that would be a really, really good series if somehow we are blessed with it in the final. <laughs> Listen, guys, you know, this this has been great. Um, you know, we it's always it's always fun when we get the crew on here to talk some nuggets. And it's always funny that we are always in really good moods after the Nuggets have won a couple <laughs> games in a row. It just, it just, it, imagine it, that it, it yeah. matters. It definitely matters. So, For sure. you know, Nuggets have another game tomorrow against the Chicago Bulls. I am hoping that that results in another win. I would assume so. Um, but, you know, you never really know, but I'm hoping for the best. Um, but yeah, guys, this is, this has been great. You know, definitely going to get out of here now. You know, we, we've been on here for almost an hour, which is awesome. You know, time kind of flies once we get to talking basketball. When man. you're having fun. That's 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 how it works. Now, before we head out of here, do you guys have any final thoughts, anything that you want to say before we go? Yeah. I was going to say, um, you know, hopefully my hot take still is alive. Currently it is. I said the Nuggets are going to 12-game win streak if they beat the Grizzlies. So, hey, say that. Yep. we're still going. We're still going Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah. get that one, but I like it. Yeah, um, yeah. I think they definitely win uh, tomorrow night and look forward to our next visit um, on uh, this lovely podcast we do. So I've enjoyed it. Thank you. Yes, Absolutely, sir. guys. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. So um, we'll be right back on the show. More than likely, we'll be on Thursday. Um, Thursday, Friday, I know Jack is going to be out of town. Um, so Nelson, we got to... We got We got We got to put on. You know, Hoops and dreams, you got to get. Baby. You got to get your stats ready. It's hoops and dreams. Hoops and dreams. <laughs> I'm Denver. Uh, your hoops and dreams. That's right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And listen, guys. So, so just like I said before, the the next the next one. If it's not on Thursday, it'll be probably like next Tuesday. Um, we will try to do our show live. Um, so I'm working out the details for like you know posting the show like twitter live so we can have people from twitter and we can make sure we share it on all our accounts you know get people on there asking questions and stuff while we do the show um so i think that'll be a whole lot of fun so i'm working on that in the background right now so you know before the 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 next before next week is out we should have that up and running and uh it'll be fun man getting some live interaction from people asking oh, questions. for sure and i'm telling y'all now if if while we doing that, if you pronounce Jokic's name wrong, be, you gonna get people I will be on, on my best on behavior. <laughs> I'll be on my best behavior. I can tell you that because <laughs> you are gonna see that in the chat the whole uh, time. Oh, of course. <laughs> but not nah, guys, this, this has been great, man. So everybody, everybody who's listening, uh, this is Denver Hoops and Dreams. We will be back with another episode very soon. Um, you know, just just keep listening and keep reaching out to us on Twitter. If you got any questions or concerns, but until next time, this is Denver Hoops and Dreams. Peace. See ya. Yeah.